Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of Fat Mascara is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest. Plus, it can help you develop coping skills that make your life easier. I will give you an example. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've probably heard me say it to Jess or to a guest, reframe. Well, I learned that technique from a therapist. Here's an example. Now that I'm a freelance writer and podcaster, I get lonely working from home and I feel like I'm never gonna get to collaborate on projects again. And that's the truth. Reframe, I get to choose which projects I work on. So I'm in control of what I work on. And if I want to collaborate more with others, I don't have to ask anyone's permission. I can just do it. See what I did there? That's reframing. If you've been thinking about starting therapy or are looking for someone to help you process things and give you coping skills, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mascara today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash mascara. Again, betterhelp.com slash mascara. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less, they're $39.90. But the quality is excellent and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. It's time for a rose gold, icy blonde, opalescent episode of Fat Mascara. Jen, how are you? I'm intrigued now. Um, Before we get to that part of the episode, Jess has exciting news to share with everybody. So we're going to talk about that as well as Fashion Week and all our favorite beauty looks. 
Um, then, because we're so glamorous, you know, Fashion Week 2, chicken skin and vag washes. Vag. That, that's how we do. Um, so who's our guest? Our guest is R. Friedman. She's the cool girl's hair colorist and the reason why rainbow hair is everywhere. So Jess, we have some news to share. Should I share it for you? You can share it for me. No, you go ahead. You have a new job. Tell us about it. All right. So I have a new job. Um, I have bid adieu to Cosmopolitan, which I had an awesome almost four years at. But I am now the beauty and health director at Teen Vogue. Now that you're a director, you're so serious all of a sudden. Very, Very serious. This is a super fun job. I know. So to celebrate... I brought a bottle of champagne, but then it exploded right before we started recording. And Jen screamed in my left ear. I know. It'll it was really the same. It was a girly scream. But no, I want to toast you, so we're going to toast with the remnants. Cheers. Um, I feel like some of your readers might be over 21. This is okay, right? This is fine. And when you're 21, you can have delicious champagne, too. It's really fun. Um, don't sound so excited about it. <laughs> um, no, but tell, tell me, because I think people are curious about this, like, you were the Cosmo girl, the Cosmo voice for four years. Now you're at Teen Vogue. So far, do you feel your job is different? Um, yeah, my responsibilities are different. Before I was part of a team, um, and now I'm leading the team. So still part of the oh, team by speaking definition. Speaking of leading the team, I just want to point out the people that had this job before Jess, there was, oh, someone named Eva Chen, who basically, like, runs Instagram now. And then Elaine, who is the editor at Teen... She became the editor from this job. She's your boss, though. It, yeah, she, Elaine's my boss. She's fabulous. I mean, Eva's fabulous. I need some kind of pose, some kind of, like, Jess Matlin pose, how, like, Eva Chen has her Eva Chen pose. If you guys have any tips, please tweet me, Instagram me, because I need some inspo. Okay, we're going to, like, we're going to bring you into... The, yeah, you're going to be the new... Instagram. Right now I have fetal position. Hashtag pose. Hashtag Jess Matlin pose. It'll um, be fetal in the back of a cab. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, or na- napping. 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 That sounds about me. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm really excited. It's it. Teen Vogue's doing amazing things. I can't say you know. We're, we are doing amazing things, but the people before me, um, you know, certainly Elaine has done awesome stuff. So, so I'm it'll make to be its there. way into the podcast, I'm yes, sure. Yes, yeah. Um, plus, now you're in the Vogue world, so we got to talk fashion, don't we? Fashion. Also, it's Fashion Week. I can't believe your first week was Fashion Week. Baptism by fire. But yeah. um, I haven't gone to as many shows as I as I used to because I've split my time in the office, and I also started in the middle of Fashion Week. But I've gone to a few. What have you enjoyed? Lucky for you, I've been doing on-the-ground reporting <laughs> for the Fat Mascara podcast. Jen is in the field. By the way, backstage, like people have been like, oh, they've been talking about the podcast with me, so that's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so favorite looks so far? And then I have some non-favorites. Okay, what are your favorites? Um, I really liked the two-toned lip at Kushni. Very much so, in agreement. In I'm agreement. not going to attempt to say the full name of that label because I don't know how. Um, Kushni et Okay. CEO. But it was a red, it was matte red on the top and magenta on the bottom. They did it with MAC lip pencils. I feel like that's so easy, but it looks really cool and different. So I'm down with that. And it's also very much like the Pat McGrath school, not that she did the makeup there, but like of using multiple products to create a cool look. Speaking of multiple products in Pat McGrath, did Keep you going. see DKNY? <gasps> yeah. That woman is on fire. She did like her Naomi Campbell VMA lip, but like darker. 
It was gorgeous. And, and the goth. hair was beautiful, too. And they were, the girls were wearing hoods, and it was over, like, very sleek, amazing hair. I want to be wearing a hoodie, like, at any point possible right now with, like, super straight hair. I feel like you'd be very in fashion. What were some of your favorite looks? Um... I got a vibe from you when we looked at this photo before we started recording that this was not one of your favorites. The Alex Alex Wang chill surfer look. Yeah. I Okay. So You like it. I love it. I just think it's like very – it tells a story. And I like a look that tells a story. There's not a lot of makeup. The hair – like Alex Wang can basically like convince anyone to like turn themselves into a pretzel. He convinced a lot of the girls to like cut their hair, bleach their hair. So it's this really like beautiful kind of like – Reminds me of like Lords of Dogtown, if you remember that movie. Of remember like course. the skater movie? The Z-town? girls look like high <laughs> like the Z like Z Town boys. Yeah. 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 Um they the girls look like hot dudes. Am I like weird for saying that? No, not at all. I mean like I want to go out with all of them. And Alexander Wang looks like a hot girl. Ex- so yeah. it's like it works. Oh my god. And they have like this like no makeup, very like it's supposed to be sunburnt skin. No, I didn't not like it. My thing is it's Alexander Wang, so like, oh of course it's cool. Like yeah. if Tori Birch did that look, we'd be like, why are the oh. girls so messy? I could completely get that, yeah. But it was cool. Um can I talk about one of my not favorites before we wrap? Sure. Okay. Did you see you know I love Hood by Air. Yes. And their gender bending, you know, style. Oh, they always do like whack stuff. Oh, did you? You didn't see, did you? No. Okay, no. so they partnered with Pornhub to do their collection. <laughs> I don't even know how. To, I don't. I, I don't even have like a response for that. I'm still digesting. They partnered with Pornhub. Is yes. like I'm. Still... I don't know if this was like they were running out of money and they needed like a big sponsor. I don't know. I'll just describe the look objectively. The girls and boys, the men and women, looked like their hair was extremely gelled to the point of you saw chunks of the gel, and it was like milky gel looking all over their hair. And so backstage, the hairstylists were like, oh, it's mischievous children who got into household accidents with Vaseline. I'm sorry. It's like they were trying to make it like people jizzed all over the hair. You're in shock. I really hope our Teen Vogue listeners are not (laughs) listening to this right now. I'm sorry. But but, the the reason I'm bringing it up is because this is like shock value beauty, and I'm not down with that. Like, just for the sake of us talking about it. I'm I'm completely on the same page. I mean, they think the shock value stuff or the stuff that's clearly done for, like, media pickups. I don't know. Daisy Gual did it, too. They did Snapchat makeup. Ex- exactly. That's what I was thinking of. I mean, people who aren't even into fashion, I went to I went to brunch on Sunday and, like, <laughs> a guy that is not into fashion, he's like, oh, I saw, I was like, are you going to Fashion Week? I saw this, like, crazy Snapchat, you know, like, makeup. And he's not going to remember, like, Alex Wang's makeup, but, right. he, you know, he remembers this. I don't think he's going to run out and buy um, Daisy Gual, but... I don't, I'm not into that. That's not for me what Fashion Week is about. This thing you're telling me about is just disgusting. Well, I have pictures here, and you'll probably think that's even more so now. Oh, um, my, you know what it reminds me of? It just belittles the artistry that other people are doing when they're doing. Oh, this is, I'm sorry, this is horrendous. Yeah, it was bad. You, that's not even the worst one. But, like, there's people out there that are artists that are doing this that are that are getting noticed because they're making things that are cool and different and beautiful. They're not just doing shock value. So, I mean, I get that it's art, but... I don't want nobody. I don't know. I'm speechless. You're <laughs> speechless too, apparently. Okay, we'll end um, on a high note. I'll call it now. Um, wet hair still a thing. Red, red, bold, pink, red lips still a thing. And barrettes. I saw lots and lots of barrettes. Are you gonna wear a barrette? I can't see you in a little barrette. Why not? Uh, yeah. 
Like, mm, yeah, maybe not. But I like it on a model. All I know is I want to date with one of these Alex Wang girls. <laughs> Hot. Jen, we have a listener question. Don't even try and say it's a listener question because you told me it was your friend Pablo. Pablo! What's <laughs> up, Pablo? No, tell me. What does he want to know? Um, P.S. He's sending us his questions live from London. We have an international, a global, a gl- we have a global audience. I love it. I'm very proud of this. Okay. So, Pablo, <laughs> I understand you wanted to know about... Um, you know, when people have, like, bumpies on their arms, what is that? Like, chicken skin is what people yeah, always call it. Yeah, like, what is, what's going on with that? I see it a lot. I used to have it real bad when I was younger. Like, usually on the upper backs of the upper arms, yeah. right? I had it so badly when I was younger. And it's like, now I have, like, one or two once in a while. But when I was younger, it was, like, basically on, like, on fire. Like sandpaper. Yeah, my friend had it even worse than me. Yeah, some people get it on their thighs or the mm-hmm, tush. The tushy. Mm-hmm. Um, we both know what it is. People, it's keratosis pilaris. I don't even need to see a picture. He can send me one if he wants. But it's keratosis pilaris, and it's this weird thing that, like, your doctor that's your regular general practitioner isn't going to know about, but derms do. They see it all the time. And here's why people get it worse. Because they see bumps, and they think, exfoliation is the key. I need to scrub that away because it's like a scab or a bump and then it'll be gone. And it's not necessarily like a zit, so it's just like... Right, so they're just like, I'll just scrub it away and it'll be gone. That is the exact wrong thing to do because keratosis pilaris is like, it's like a keratin overgrowth, like the cells of your skin like grow too much, but weirdly, inflammation makes it worse. So imagine you're like scrubbing at it. You're just Mm going to actually exacerbate it and you'll have more keratosis pilaris. So what in your experience have you heard is a good solution? Not a manual exfoliant, like a scrub or like brushing it, but something that's chemical, such as glycolic acid is supposed to be very good for this. And that's not painful, guys, if you don't... No, not at all. You could do another AHA, like, you know, salicylic, but glycolic at at around 10% should be good. Um, Or I believe urea is another chemical exfoliant that's also moisturizing. That would be a good ingredient to use. But like the key thing is not to rub it really hard. So gentle exfoliation. What have you told people for keratosis um, pilaris? I did an interview once, and um, Dr. Renella Hirsch, amazing derm. Love Renella. Isn't she? She's what a up funny- to Boston? <laughs> um, we really are like very far-reaching. Our podcast, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, so she suggested amlactin, which um, isn't oh. the most glamorous product, but it works. I believe it has lactic acid. Which is another, I believe that's an AHA as well. Correctamundo. Okay. And you just pop that on. It's not super expensive, and it'll get the job done. You can use it all over your body. And the good thing is that also has moisturizers in it, which is the last part of this little step, which is after you do the chemical exfoliation with a type of AHA, you actually do need to moisturize for it to go away. So stop trying to like burn it off with like buff puffs and clearasils and like harsh sponges. That's Pablo, Pablo. It's not going to cut it. (laughs) Love you, Pablo. So Jen, um, talk to me. (laughs) Um, there has been a rise in washes for down there. Are you talking about vaginas? You're already blushing. I'm feeling very hot. <laughs> so you are talking about vaginas? Not like in a sexy way. Okay. I can't look at you. Tell me, what products are you talking about? 
So um, Sweet Spot, which is a wash that is for your whole body, but it's safe for your sweet spot. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You can get through this. Come on, Jess. And then um, I love the name of this brand, Honey Pot, which is a feminine wash. Yeah. Um, Again, folks, I'm not talking about a douche, which is something you like stick up you, which I've never done and is really ill-advised. This is just a wash for like the (laughs) vulva area, not necessarily inside the vagina. Yes, Dr. Goldstein. Yeah. Um, no, actually, uh, like, what is it called? Morning's Eve or the Summer's one that everybody, that everybody used to make fun ever of? Ever get that not-so-fresh feeling. Okay, so you saw the commercials. Since, like, ch- since childhood. They've even expanded to get into this category I've seen with, like, the exterior body washes that are made specifically for a woman's vulva and pubic area. Correct. So what's your take on this whole thing? Because I've talked to doctors about this, and... I have thoughts, but I'm going to let you give yours first. Why are you putting on sunglasses? Because <laughs> I can't look at you. Oh, my God. You're that embarrassed? <laughs> no. Okay. okay. Um, so here's the thing. I think girls have stuck a lot of weird stuff up there. Okay. And I think that these washes, whether or not they're necessary, is a separate conversation but these washes are a reminder that you can't just like go jamming stuff down your pants or like in the shower. I am of the a complete opposite thought. My thought is you don't need these damn washes. Put whatever you want in your vagina. You it's cannot mi- put whatever you want in okay, your vagina. Okay, except a douche. The thing is self-cleaning. Its whole point is there's bacteria in there that are good bacteria that are going to keep the pH balance in check. And the minute you start putting a douche or a weird wash that might be like a basic or acidic pH, you are throwing off the bacteria, which is a recipe for a yeast infection, God knows what else. I agree with you on that, but these washes are a reminder and these washes are like made for like, you know, they're appropriately formulated so they're super gentle like i don't think the average bear i'm gonna go out on a limb here these washes are made for the patriarchy can we just skip let's take it down a notch and i'll let you get back to the patriarchy but i i just hate when companies try and tell you that like your body is not okay the way it is this is why girls get embarrassed about their vaginas because they think like oh i need flower smell nobody's vagina smells like flowers i'm with you but just stay with me for a second look how fired up i just got it's apples and oranges here that's not what your vagina smells like either (laughs) okay tell me just like okay you know when guys like would like spray like axe body spray like on their penises and like do stuff like that no i don't know about that oh in the commercial they used to like lift out their pants and spritz it down girls are like also feel that kind of shame which existed before these these washes hit mainstream so they're like washing their vag with irish spring doing all kinds of cockamamie stuff like I worked at Cosmo. We've talked about sleepover kits and what people have done. Girls, I talked to a gynecologist before, and she's like, you have no idea what girls do to, like, seem fresh down there. Everything from taking, like, a wet nap to, I'm not joking you, ready? This is painful here. Clorox wipe. Yes. So you might be comfortable, you know, cozy, comfy with your vag, but a lot of girls are not. So these washes, even if they don't buy them, their existence to me is a nice reminder. You can't go put an any old Like safer than a douche. Douches, I think, are a separate category. Right. So these are like a healthier way to make you feel comfortable. Just a reminder that your vagina is not like Teflon. 
And you can't, like, it's not something that... You can put Clorox wipes in. Clorox wipes, even Irish Spring. It's a special area that needs to be treated as such. Okay. Whether or not it needs to smell like vanilla and cranberries and <laughs> pumpkin spice, <laughs> I agree with you. Now, I'm going to go back to what you were saying, the patriarchy. Take it away, Jen. Okay. Thank you. I get where you're coming from, but I think we have to go further back for the problem, which is what made these girls in the first place okay. think that their vaginas needed to be cleaned with a Clorox wipe or cranberry vanilla spice, you know, whatever it is. And that's something that I feel like people should be more comfortable about. They smell like salt. They smell like, like sweat a little bit, like their vaginas, you know? They're not supposed to smell like anything other than that. So if you have that going on, that is a problem. And to be noted, these washes will not fix any sort of like vaginosis or like yeast infection or anything no, like that. But do I not you mask know what? the problem. You brought me around a little bit, so I guess if you're gonna be I shouldn't say ashamed, if you're gonna be worried about that anyway, this is a safer way to deal with it. But I just wish girls didn't even think about that. Or boys for that matter. It's the human body, people. It's not supposed to smell like roses. I am so excited to be here with Ara Friedman. She is the easily the coolest person in color right now. She is the queen of rainbow hair, but she also does normal color too. True. She, she is she's done everyone. She's done Sky Ferreira, Lady Gaga. MIA, Santa Gold, you've taken everyone from, you know, you've basically transformed everyone's hair. Welcome. W- welcome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. What a wonderful... You're a magician. You're welcome. a magician. Yeah. We, we do have to talk about this whole rainbow hair thing. Of course. I feel like... Who doesn't want to be a rainbow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're a colorist at Sally Hirschberger in New York City, right? Yes. And you first came to our attention because you... I want to say you started the pink hair thing. Can you take credit for that? I think I can. Yes. How did um, it start? It started with Lady Gaga at the VMAs 2009. She performed paparazzi and I put the pink pieces in her hair. And I knew it was a trend when, like, a year later, I saw Barbie dolls with pink streaks in their hair. Mm. So then you really know that it's spread like wildfire. Yeah. And But it's not just pink. You've also done, like, Suju, you took her from, like, brunette to, like, an icy platinum blonde. What is it about the, like... I don't want to say unnatural hair colors, but yeah, like, nobody grows that. Why like they... My Little Pony colors. Yeah. yeah. Why do you think that is so popular and took off so quickly? Well, I think with pink in particular and all the pastel tones, I think that um, they're so flattering to the skin tone. And they don't look so crazy, like punky crazy. If you think punk in the 80s, you're thinking bright red or bright greens or all these crazy colors with spiky hair and like, you know, it's too much. But this pink can look very ladylike and soft and feminine and it's very flattering to almost all skin tone. So it's like a non-aggressive way to do something like fun. a punky color. Yeah, it's it's a way to express yourself and it's I would say that it's not even considered punky at all at all anymore. I would say that um, all ages do that color. I yeah. have I have people that are 
you know, in their mid-20s to people in their late 30s. They're yeah. still making their hair pink. You see celebrities who are like in their 40s and 50s going with these little pink washes, pink yeah. tints at the I end. I mean, I'll tell you my inspiration and where the pink and pastel colors came from is I was browsing and have been collecting vintage Playboys. And something about the color at that time, it not being as advanced as it is now, and the matte finish in the magazine and the papers, you know, in the photographs, the combination of the two gave everything this like pastel dusty tone. And if you look at old pictures of Jane Mansfield, Marilyn Monroe, they all have this soft pink or peach or silver or like a bluish, you know, like it's just such a subtle tint. And I became obsessed with that. And all I wanted to do was figure out how to make that happen with regular hair color. But was it, wait, did the paper give it that tint or they went to the salon and they got like the a bluish tint? I yeah, think the it's film the com- back then too, like the camera film gives it, like an Instagram filter sort of. Yeah, I think it's the combination because what happens is the color at that time, the only way that mo- the majority of hair color from that time was bleach and tone. Okay. So what we did to Sudru essentially, that's a bleach and tone. Like, you know, um, bleaching the hair as pale as possible and then adding tone afterwards. So when you add tone afterwards, what happens is it takes in different ways and their color molecules and everything that they used was not nearly as advanced as it is now. Like back then, the color that you toned with had a lot of ammonia in it. Okay. So the bleach had a ton of ammonia and then the color had a ton of ammonia and it was just... And they reacted a little bit. They reacted for sure and also the way the hair would hold the color. It just would either take it too much because it's so porous and it would act like a sponge and just absorb it like really um, like overly toned. Okay. Or else it would not take so much at all and leave like a pinkish hue. And even redheads at that time, they were more pink or peachy. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. It wasn't so fiery. Yeah. Or, I mean, or until, blue. until maybe like Lucille Ball or someone like right. that that actually had. Summer is fast approaching, which means it's shapewear season. Just kidding. It's really wedding season. But I just got an invitation to a wedding in Philadelphia. And guess what I'll be wearing? Honey love. I'm not sure about the rest of the outfit or the dress, but the shapewear is going to be honey love. Here's why. Honeylove has revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating when you're wearing shapewear. Plus, they have lingerie-inspired design details that you'll want to show off, and all their fabrics are breathable to keep you nice and cool, which is perfect for hot days. Let me tell you a story. I remember being at a wedding, this was a few years ago, pre-Honeylove, and I wore a jumpsuit, and I wasn't sure if the bathroom door locked well, but I had to take off the entire jumpsuit and then roll down the shapewear to pee, and I was like holding onto the back of the door at the same time, completely naked in the bathroom, and it took so long, and I caused this whole backup of the bathroom line, and after that, I was like, never again. Until Honeylove came along. Honeylove's superpower shorts have a 100% cotton gusset so you don't have to wear underwear underneath. And there's a convenient opening in the underwear area so you don't have to take off the whole thing to go to the bathroom. It's so easy. Honeylove products make you look good and feel good. Whether it's for a wedding, event, an everyday boost of confidence, Honeylove is the perfect plus one. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. 
Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. That's honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara for 20% off. The summer vibes are just getting started, so shape your life with Honey Love. Hey everyone, it's Jen, and I have decided this is going to be the summer of uniform dressing. I'm going to have a few pieces on heavy rotation, and I'm telling you right now, they're all going to be linen, and they're all going to be from Quince. I don't know why I'm going so hard on linen right now, but it just feels right. And Quince specializes in timeless pieces made of premium fabric, and the best part is that all the Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. I am personally very into the 100% European linen pants. They're cropped and easy. There's even a cute pinstriped version. And when I wear them, I look like I just stepped off a yacht. Do I have a yacht? No. Do I know what yachters wear? No, but that's the vibe. The linen pants come in sizes extra small to 3X, and they're less than $40. Okay, like 10 cents less. They're $39.90. But the quality is excellent, and they wash really well. How does Quince do it? They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings on to us. Plus, Quince works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash fat mascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com, Q-U-I-N-C-E, quince.com slash fat mascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash fat mascara. Okay, everyone, I am one of those people who, when it comes to wellness, sorry, but it's got to fit into the pockets of my day. Five minutes here, seven minutes there, when I'm like in the kitchen and I'm microwaving something long, it's got to be convenient. And that is why Aloe Moves works for me. My mindset has changed. The app makes it easy for me to keep my wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place and bite-sized little bits. Yoga, Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, so much more. From beginner to advanced, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that's going to fit into your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending on what you're feeling that day. You know what feeling I'm feeling most days? I'm feeling 10 minutes. I've been doing that's good. Joanna Thompson's. Right? That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 10 minutes. Joanna Thompson does these yoga lattes in 10. One day will be abs. One day will be arms. Today, Jess, is booty day. And we're just <laughs> going to get it done all in 10 minutes. If you're trying to get a good sweat, then you've got to try their award-winning workouts like the sweat-inducing yoga flows or the reformer Pilates workouts without weights. You can also find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, learn to do dry brushing. How many times have we talked about dry brushing on this podcast? Aloe Moves will teach you how to do it. Unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to alomoves.com now and use the code MASCARA20 for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. alomoves.com, code MASCARA20. Red pigment in her hair to begin with. Right. You know, but... Um, but even there were some redheads, like there's one that I fell in love with that I can't remember the woman's name. I think she was a socialite from that time that was almost like a coral yeah. red. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd like so to see that. Those colors were just so like inspiring to me. And I just started 
playing around with color because at that time when I was at Bumble, this, mm-hmm. it was so when the, was this? Like around two thousand, like two thousand nine, two thousand two. Oh, this or is three long. Okay, is when I started just experimenting with those colors and like and and just testing them out on hair swatches and hair pieces that are you know human hair, but I can test it on blonde pieces and trying to come up with color formulas that were regular hair color, like blonde and this color and that color, and turning it into pink colors. So you were really experimental. Is that, and I know you said you did, you know, Gaga with the pink, and that was your big moment. But was it because you were so experimental, is that why you think you were, like, the authority in colored, you know, rainbow hair, where other people are just not interested in messing around with this? I think this- that I was bold and not afraid to do anything. So, for instance, with Suju... There was only one other Asian girl that that had blonde hair. And hers was never quite as icy and platinum as Suju's was. And, you know, basically, Roman sent her in to me from Wilhelmina and said, hey, can you make her platinum? And I was like, yeah. And the thing was... I feel like was, other colorists would be like, I'm not trying. It exactly. Might break off. Is that it? People are, are, like, afraid to... Yes. Because that seems to yes. me, maybe I'm being naive here, but, like an easy way to make a statement to get your name out there yeah, is to oh like do, God, to do yeah. a big transformation. Like, yeah. why isn't anyone else doing this? Um, I mean, I think they're doing it now because they realize they can. Mm. And in the past, they didn't think that they could. Without, you know? like, ruining their hair, maybe? Or... Yeah. And, and luckily, I had some practice with some coworkers that I worked with at, at Bumble. Did so you ruin little rainbow heads were running around Did you Bumble? ruin anyone? No. Okay. No. Good. No ruining. <laughs> Everyone came out perfectly platinum and beautiful and, you know. Yeah. And luckily, it, it was the same reaction with Suju. And it actually took a while for it to really hit. Um, I realized that it takes about almost a year for people to realize, whoa, this is, like, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And um, luckily it was Carl Lagerfeld and Corinne Reutfeld that really seemed to love her. And the CR Magazine, too, she's in, like, every single story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And are you talking about, like, trends in general or the hair? Like, does, do you see it? Like, something think, leaves your salon and then it takes a couple months before you see it? In- yeah. I think, all like, trends in general, even. Because when I did Carolyn Polachek's, um Splashlight, the stripe, it, the, it was, like, a stripe of white uh-huh. around her head. Um, it took a year as well. For and people then you to start noticing it. And then people started photographing her. And then I posted a photo that went viral. And Allure wrote about it. Um, and it was almost like a year before people were like, it literally went viral. It like broke the internet. So you're, you walk on the street, you see, you know, like there's a pink haired girl on every block. You're satisfied with that. It makes you feel good. But now do you feel like what's next you know like I've got to push this further you know yeah, what pink hair is or colored hair is so you know what? mainstream I've, now everything's come out in such an organic way and I think that's the only way for it to happen I think that if you want to be like oh okay I have to like make this next trend and make sure that like someone so and so is listening like honestly I'll like post something on Instagram and be like this is amazing like everyone's gonna love it and like I'll get you know, not that many likes, but then I'll post something, not think anything of it, and all of a sudden it's like an article on Refinery and like somewhere else. And yeah. what recently and hit are, that was big? The oil slick went crazy. 
That's um, like the purple, bluey, greeny? Right. Okay. That, that it's like the concept is it's based off of an oil slick or anything iridescent. So That's cool. So the expansion of oil slick and the expa- expansion or evolution of pastel hair would be the opal hair trend and then mother of pearl. So it's like every variation possible of like the coolest, most beautiful iridescent things. So of course, like all those things inspire me and that's why I want to like mimic them on hair. And I thought that would be such a cool concept since it's hard to do that Mm -hmm. on hair. And it was a challenge and it really went crazy in the you know in the media and like everywhere and just people started writing about it like crazy and other people were doing it and you know it was just exciting and fun to see it's organic i guess how it happens yeah it's but it's very organic do people ever ask you about their color formulas i've always wanted to ask a hair colorist this i feel like you guys are very proprietary about your knowledge and like I've asked hair colors, I've been like, what brand do you use on me? Just because I'm curious. People yeah. don't even ask. Uh, no, they, if they ask, I, I don't care. I mean, Do you I, tell them? Yes, because as a client and for good customer service, if they're going to leave and go somewhere else and get their hair color done, and meaning like most people get their formulas because they're going to L.A. or they're going here, wherever they're going, I want them to continue with my color because I don't want to fix their hair when they come back to me. Uh, So I don't mind them having the formula at all. I know some colorists charge for it, but... Wait, charged for the knowledge? For the (gasps) formula I've never heard of that. Wait, but like they're not giving them the formula just to know what they're using? Yeah. How do you itemize that? No, the actual formula they'll charge for. Some colorists do charge for the actual formula. Just the information. Just the information. Not the physical dye. I I think that what should matter most of all is that your client's hair color is always consistently great and that they're always happy with it. For those people who aren't going to just go to someone else but are are tempted to DIY it at home. I know, scary. She's slowly nodding. (laughs) You know Um, the question. Yeah, you're doing doing your, your... colors in a really elevated way. Um, I'm not going to even pretend that someone's going to be able to replicate what you do at home. But what are some tips that you can give people, just general tips in terms of doing your color at home? Like what's possible, what's not. Yeah. Okay. So what's possible is if you have great coverage and it's just a single process, that is, that is it. That's all we That's can do. You can only so do you single co- process at home. Don't great coverage. Mm-hmm. And you should always only touch up the root. You should never pull it through to the end. Because what ends up happening is what people don't realize is your root is new hair that hasn't been colored. So when you put the color on the root, it especially if it's a permanent color, It deposits color, but it also lifts a little bit. So it keeps it lighter, and it keeps it matching the ends. The ends down here already have color. And they've already been lifted. They've already been lifted, and they've always already been deposited. So So they're all good. Just let them be. They're all good. Don't touch them. Because if you keep adding the color, it turns into shoe polish. And then you get, like, the hot roots and the dark ends. Exactly. Which is, like, the opposite of the whole ombre trend. (laughs) Exactly. Do you deal with a lot of blondeaholics? Because one of my best friends uh, is a platinum blonde, and she always thinks she'll. Okay, I love her to death. She's so funny. But we'll be somewhere together. I'll never forget this. And she said, 
is that girl blonder than me? Like, as uh. if I was her boyfriend and, like, she prettier than me. And she is, like, at that point, she was, like, loose leaf paper white. Oh, Fax yeah. machine, whatever. Copy paper. Like, it's just I was like, you not. cannot go whiter, girl. It was crazy. What's going on with the blondeaholics? Um, I call it blondorexia as well. Yes, no, that's a, that's it. Blondeaholic is like on your way to becoming blondorexic. <laughs> so I think what it is is it's and the reason why I say blondorexic is because they can't tell how blonde they are. Mm-hmm. And um, with platinum, it's especially difficult because it's like, babe, there's like no, I can't add any more bleach. I can't lighten the ends. And what happens is when when a blonde walks out the door, she's got to deal with all the elements. She has to deal with the water, which has tons of minerals in it, which literally changes the hair drastically. Like I, you should see what I pull out of people's hair um, using a chelator. It's like the color of... What do you mean pull out? Well, so there's a product that removes buildup and removes mineral buildup. Like from that the Malibu hair. thing? It's like Malibu or like pre-art, which okay. is from Redkin. And basically you put it on the hair, you put them under heat, and you take it out, but you're supposed to like squeegee it off the hair. Right. And it literally pulls, it like... Because the heat helps open the cuticle, mm-hmm. and this grips on to the minerals that are in there and literally pulls the minerals out. And it's green. I mean, if from London, it's like <laughs> the most disgusting brownish yellow. It's different colors you pull out in different cities yeah. based on their water supply. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's fascinating. What is I mean, that? LA. It sounds so satisfying. It's, um, I think it's called limestone. I mean, I think it's limestone there. In li- and in, yeah. what about in L.A., you were saying? In L.A., it's chlorine. Oh. It's, like, green. Like, teal sometimes. Weird. But then and you know you've, you've gotten it out. Yeah, then you know you've gotten it out, and then you can proceed. Like, I usually, like, I've been trying to get people to come in early so I can remove it so I could see a clean palette. So I have a cleansed palette, and then I can go from there. With and then the you highlighting. start bleaching. Okay, and then you start bleaching. Okay, yeah. If whether it's bleaching. highlights or double process or whatever it is, because the minerals impede the color process. Yeah, well, yes and no. It's just that you don't want to go over a spot that because. So what happens is in New York we have a combination of different things, and in New York it turns brassy and, Got it. and darker. And it looks darker. If you have mi- a lot of minerals in your hair. So you yeah. want this chelator. Yeah, you want it. Okay. What That brings up a good question, which is like, you're <clears> right. <throat> the minute you walk out the salon door, it's like you're, you're in a fight for that color to keep the blonde, your friend mm-hmm. who wants to be super blonde. What else, besides coming back to maybe get a chelating treatment, what can you do to keep your color, whether it's blonde or brunette or whatever, the same as it <clears> looks when you left? Well, throughout the years, I've been finding good products Help. along the way. Yeah. Um, Nexus has this product that I haven't seen anything else like it yet. It's called, um, it's from their Color Ashore line. So it's meant for color-treated hair. And it's called Pre-Wash Primer. And you put it on from root to end, like a few squirts of it, from root to end before you shampoo your hair. And what it's meant to do is to seal in your tone, your color, and repel water. 
Okay. So the water still gets in to like clean your hair. And your scalp your hair and is, oil and whatever. Your scalp that it takes out everything's fine. You can still cleanse the hair really well. But um your color is sealed in there a little bit better. And it also stops those minerals from attaching to the porous part of your hair. Do you do that every time you're about to shampoo? Every time you shampoo your hair. And then I also recommend to people not to shampoo too often. I tell them, try to shampoo once or twice a week if possible. Um, And I, with blondes especially, I try to have them use um, cleansing creams instead of shampoo. So maybe alternating a shampoo once a week and then a cleansing cream another day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about these protective sprays, which I feel like I've written this tip a million times and I don't, I'm going to admit it. I don't even know if it's true. Like people say it because they're just like, yeah, yeah, put an antioxidant protective spray. Does that do anything? From the sun? Yeah, from the sun. Um, Anything that you layer on your hair is going to put a protective, like it's going to protect your hair. Even if it were just like gel? Yeah. It's going to protect it somewhat. You know what I mean? Like no matter, it's... Because what it does is it creates a barrier. So if it's like an oil or a leave-in conditioner or or a specific product for the sun, which usually like if my clients are going to the beach or swimming pools or whatever and going to sit in the sun for hours, I just tell them to use coconut oil because that actually has a natural SPF mm-hmm. and it's moisturizing at the same time. So it's giving you a deep treatment and you know how like chlorine and salt water and the sun can all dry your hair out so much. Yeah. So it's protecting it in so many different ways. And like to go, if you're gonna go into a pool like and you're blonde, your hair is gonna be green. So how about you personally? I don't, like, how would you describe your hair color right now? It's like surfer girl, but with pinkish ends kind of going yeah. on. Or rose, not And pinkish. then this this faded up here. Because I put crown. the pink up here, yeah. but it faded faster because this is more porous. The ends are so more porous. So it's going to hold on to that pink more. Good to know. So what, um, in addition to that Nexus product, like what shampoos and cleansing conditioners do you like? Um, so... I really love the new wash from Hair Story Studio. And I use that once a week. And then I alternate with um, the the Brazilian Bond Builder, which is a sulfate-free shampoo. It's really moisturizing. It's great for color-treated hair. But it's called B3 Brazilian Bond Builder. Is that like that Olaplex stuff? What are they about? It's... It's a similar idea. They're both bond building products, um, and they're they're amazing. What All, do they do, just for people who? Well, basically, a bond builder. What it does is it adds links to the bonds of the hair, so it's actually repairing the hair from the inside out. And that the bonds get destroyed in color treatments, or yes, okay. So, so you, and not even just in color treatments, in like flat ironing, blow drying. So like everyone needs a bond builder or yeah, could I, use one. I mean, anyone that, you know, if you don't style your hair at all and let it dry naturally all the time and don't color it and don't do anything, then I'd say you probably don't need one. 
but any other this unicorn out there <laughs> exactly that there yeah. might be one person in the world and usually those people will come into the salon and be like I want to go platinum <laughs> <laughs> so eventually they'll need one exactly what about non-hair stuff you go, you're rocking like a very nice rosy fuchsia lip today. <laughs> tell us what's in your makeup bag that Thanks. you bring around Steven Klein limited edition sorry people <laughs> that's beautiful loving this new Marc Jacobs Blush. Oh, it has nice both, corally. Color. It has both a highlighter and, and I love the color. Of also, it. I Clever. feel like it's in your I, whole '60s Playboy. Yeah, palette. exactly. <laughs> like apricotty and like pinky. I love it. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting to know you now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we've got more. Oh, and even that more we got really cheap stuff from like someone Mat went Mat crazy Mat at Ricky's. Is it Matisse or Matisse? I never know how I'm to say. Not sure, it. but that is totally yeah. that color we were just talking about. This is like, yeah. like a Glimmer. tulipy, apricotty, yeah, pinky like gold. Shiny. You put this on your eyes. Yeah, on my lids. And you promised when you came in because you smell delicious. You promised you would tell me what it is. What is it? Oh my God! So it's from Whole Foods, <laughs> and I get compliments. Their fine fragrance department. I literally <laughs> get compliments for my perfume constantly. And I'm, I'm not like, surprised. It's like this Whole wonderful, foods. musky, soft skin. Well, I'm scared to tell everyone because um, they run out of this color. I mean, this this particular scent all the time. Well, not all our listeners in New York, so you'll be okay. okay. <laughs> Come on, take it out. Take it I out. literally <laughs> go in. So Persian Garden. Okay. I literally, I literally go in and buy Kumba? like five at a time. Like Kumba, Kumba made Persian Garden fragrance. Did oil. you just like stumble upon this in whole body? Is it in a whole body? I smelled someone. Yeah, it's in the whole like you know yeah. the section where all the like vitamins are too. Yeah. Thanks for sharing all your <laughs> secrets with us. Yeah, I feel like I have newfound respect for hair colorists everywhere. So. You smell great. You look great. Come back again, Aura. I kind of love her. Did you see her little dog collar necklace thing? She was like very 90s out. Like she wore like a little dog collar, like a legit dog collar. I don't know who made it. I'd raise a wand to that. She had like a floral dress. And I'm, was I'm she into wearing, it. Oh, she's doing ankle boots. Yeah. She was like very Raise a 90s. wand to Aura Friedman. Love her. Also, raise a wand. Oh, P.S. I talked to Deborah Littman about doing our intro to raise a wand. Oh, yeah, because my singing's horrible? No, just because I think that it would be really cool. And Deborah, if you can hear this, please do it. Okay. On that note, should I go first? Yep. Okay. I feel like I'm going on a, out on a limb here. I have a self-tanning product. <gasps> I am. You wouldn't think I was a self-tanner, uh, would you? Also, it looks like diapers, but it's not. I need to be convinced. It Keep is going. Skin Dimitri James Simply Sunkissed Sunless Tanning Cloths. So usually I'm a, like self-tanner. I'm like, this is just too much effort. I'm yeah. going to be like my weird olivey green self and with sunscreen and not get tan, and that's fine because I tan easily. 
But so I got these wipes. They're wipes. You get like 30 of them in a package. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. That's my job. So you pull it out. It's a little bit larger than a face wipe, and it's soaked with self-tanning lotion. Self-tanning lotion. And so you rub it all over wherever you want to be, but you don't have to be really accurate. I like this. You like the idea of it, right? I really do, because self-tanner scares me because it almost always goes wrong for me. Right. So these, I think, have a very low dose of, like, erythrolose and DHA, the ingredients that make your skin tan. So I just sort of, like, rubbed it on the high points of my face and then sort of down both arms and on my, what do we call it? What do the French people call it? Décolleté. On my décolleté. Or décolletage, one of those. I went to go see my family, and my mom's like, you look great. And I realized what it was. It just gives like a nice warmth to the skin. No matter your skin tone, even if you're fair, olive, even darker skin, it just like warms up your skin tone, but not enough that you have like orange streaks in our scare. No, you look good. You don't skin, look like overly done. Skin Dimitri James. Cool. Yeah. I okay. got to try that. What are you going to raise a wand to? Okay. I'm always like on and off eyeshadow. Sometimes I'm like, I don't like eyeshadow because I think I, I look like one of those like 80s ladies, like mm-hmm. too done. You know, it looks like I put on makeup today. Like I have an interview or, you know, like <laughs> it's pictured. Like there's something like kind of also aging about eyeshadow a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like especially three colors, one for the crease, one for the brow bone. <laughs> it's like too like I'm trying to be sophisticated. Okay. But then I also feel like I need to look a little bit more polished because sometimes I look at myself oh, and I look because tough. you're a beauty director now? No, Jen. Oh, God. No, it's because I feel like I look tired and like I think I've done my makeup and then I see a picture of myself and I'm like, who's that dude? You know, it's like right. really like I need to look a little bit more like done. when mascara is not enough. Exactly. So what do you have? So I dusted out this old thing that I had in my kit for a while. It's an Urban Decay single pot eyeshadow in Laced, L-A-C-E-D. And it's How this, else would laced be smelled? I don't know. That was super weird that I did that. Um, <laughs> it's like a mauve that has more Ooh. of a gray undertone. Ooh. And you just put it over your whole lid. I'm wearing it now, but I didn't prime. So it may be a little like it's, done. It's lovely. And I would say that that's like an R. Friedman hair color almost. Like, an, like a... You've nailed it. Oh like my a God. dusty, mauvey beige. I really like yes, it. Yes. It's an R. Friedman hair color in a pot. Very yeah, dusty beige. You're totally dusty mauve. Um, and it just gives you a little bit of shading and evens out your lids and it doesn't look like you're, you know, it's picture day or you're like trying too hard. Um, I absolutely love it. Nice. It's a matte finish too. Raise a wand. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode. So I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at Fat Mascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. 